you found the Mama Shift podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Liz Walker. So multitask away and get inspired and empowered to create the life of your dreams. Hi, and welcome to the Mama Shift. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I just wanted to jump on real fast because uh, today my son turns one. Yeah, that's right. 365 days ago, I gave birth. And it's crazy to, to think that, that it was a whole year ago. But when I look back on it, it really was super fast. And um, it's crazy how fast it's gone from him being a blob to a newborn to someone who can follow you as you walk in through the room or and then someone who is crawling and then trying to walk and feeding himself and doing all those things that babies learn how to do and I felt compelled to just jump on and kind of tell his birth story actually Uh, I haven't really shared it I didn't write it down when it when we first gave birth to him um, was something that I didn't really feel compelled to and when I do write it's something that I always kind of want to feel compelled to do but I do feel kind of compelled to share his story um, yeah so I wanted to do that today and on his day of birth and he was born at 4:20 on April 10th in the afternoon and um, the day before I was at work so um, I was practicing so I in my chiropractic office seeing clients and I just remember being so grumpy to the point of just angry which isn't me I'm definitely um, someone who has a smile on her face most of the time and is pretty happy-go-lucky and so to feel just angry and and triggered a lot um, was kind of annoying I wasn't feeling very well um, and looking back I was I was in labor definitely like very early labor but I was in labor while I was at work and I got home and realized that I was having contractions and um, we planned a home birth so I texted my midwife and just kind of let her know what was going on and she she advised me to try and get some rest and to sleep as much as I could and to just kind of keep her posted through the night so uh, that night I did I just kind of laid around that night and did try and go to bed and get some sleep but it just didn't happen the contractions were getting stronger and and be having it being my first baby and not really know what to expect I guess that anticipation was there so the night goes on and I'm in and out of bed my husband he got some sleep I'm sure for a little while and then they were kind of coming a little faster so I woke him up around four o'clock and and was like I th- you need to be awake now because I'm awake and this kind of sucks so you need to get up and kind of be with me during this so he got up and we were just kind of wandering around the house chatting a little bit and and keeping it pretty low-key um, by about five o'clock my contractions were a little closer so this is 5 a.m. and so we texted our midwife and she said well I can come over but it's totally up to you and we said we said yes please come over <laughs> we'd prefer you to be here and so she came over and we we're just kind of hanging out and timing contractions and and she is uh, one of those people who was just I mean she's been to a lot of births probably 
for the last 30 years she's been a midwife so she's just seen it all she just sat calmly and was knitting and and I was kind of wandering around the house and and trying to keep it pretty low-key and um yeah they my contractions sped up and we can't and I was like oh I think you know I'm I'm ready to push um I have no idea what time this was time definitely is not a factor when you're in labor which I'm sure many or if not all of my audience knows about and so we started pushing or I started pushing and and just kind of didn't seem to be getting anywhere and um it was kind of crazy it was hard and frustrating and because I felt like oh I was on schedule I had my contractions started getting closer together then I was seven centimeters dilated and then I was 10 centimeters dilated and it was kind of like okay now this is the time and so looking back on it I realized that I was trying to control the situation I was like okay this is how it's supposed to go I knew how birth was supposed to go you were supposed to hit 10 centimeters then it was time to push then you hit transition um, and then the baby came and so I was like well I've I have the required dilation it must be time to push this baby out and but it wasn't time I probably could have waited and just kind of let my body do what it needed to do for a lot longer than I than I did and so um, as we were kind of going through pushing and contractions and all of that um, my midwife kind of checked and saw what was going on and I had um, what's known as an anterior lip of my cervix so basically that means the cervix was fully dilated but it hadn't uh, slipped it hadn't retracted back to allow the head to come through so um, Colin's head was uh, hitting my cervix like every time I pushed him oh, he went to come down the birth canal and it was um, basically stopping him coming out but now that I kind of know this and it's super easy in hindsight was that he probably wasn't my body probably wasn't ready for him to come he wasn't probably ready and I was trying to kind of speed things along and be done with it which is when you're in uh, birth that's probably not something that you need to be doing so that's kind of where we were it was kind of back and forth back and forth uh, my midwife Sandano was like well let me see if I can hold the lip back and so he can descend um, which was not pleasant at all so she was holding my cervix as he was coming down the birth canal and yeah it was kind of crazy um, and so that went on for a, what seemed like a really really long time and it was it was multiple hours um, and I remember thinking maybe we should just go to the hospital and but then I also remember thinking, if we go to the hospital, I'm going to have a C-section. That's definitely not something that I wanted or had chosen. Obviously, I was having a home birth. And so I was just like, just willing myself to relax. And so I got back in the tub and was kind of hanging out and took a brief little nap, which definitely helped. And then was able to um, kind of regroup I guess and kind of see how things were we're going to um, go from there so eventually um, he came down he wasn't going to stay up there and 
he came down and he was born at 4.20 in the afternoon. So from the time active labor started, it was about 12 hours. Um, but who knows what it would have been if I just surrendered to the process. So after he came, he, it felt like he shot out of me, which was kind of crazy. Um, and then he peed and pooped straight away and was put on, to, on me and, and we um, got to meet him which uh, is really hard to kind of take yourself back to that after going through birthing a baby, taking yourself back to that, that point where you meet him for the first time. Um, yeah, it's kind of a crazy feeling. Anyway, so then um, the placenta came out just great and then I started bleeding. And so uh, my midwife, Sandano, was a little worried, but they, they were holding my uterus and kind of just seeing how things were going. And then I ended up being given um, some Pitocin to help, help the, contract the uterus to stop the bleeding, but nothing was working. So um, we ended up calling an ambulance and I was transferred to the hospital, um, which <clears throat> turned out to be a blessing and not something that... And I, something that I look back positively, um, so I ended up going to the hospital, kind of crazy <laughs> events. Cohen wasn't able to come with me. They didn't have any restraint for him. So he stayed back with our second midwife and my husband, Ian, and I was transferred to the hospital um, where an OB kind of was checking things out, I had some blood clots, which she cleared. I think that was more painful and more traumatic than the actual birth pro birthing process. Um, pretty crazy there. And then um, that was all about half an hour. We lived super close to the hospital. So um, it was a quick trip and then um, I was there. So I was waiting for Colin and Ian to come and I started shivering violently, just shivering so hard that um, I couldn't stop it I didn't feel super cold but I couldn't stop shivering and so they started loading me up with um, with heat with blankets with um, this like heat thing that they pump pump hot air into into underneath the sheets and and nothing was working finally Ian and Cohen and our other midwife showed up and that was probably, I want to say 45 minutes to an hour after because they had to do some checks and we'll go back onto that story in just a sec. But as soon as he got there and was put on my stomach, on my chest, I completely stopped shivering. And that was a crazy experience because it was all hormonal and that baby was supposed to be with me. And so to have him that actually show up physiologically was pretty sweet. Um, and so if we back up and go to the other side of the story with Ian and Cohen, uh, so our other, um, midwife did all the checks, all the APGAS scores, weighed him, measured him, did all that stuff. And then we had to get him to the, ho they had to get him to the hospital. One of the only things we hadn't done before, um, having him was put the car seat in the car, which... <laughs> in hindsight was not um, very smart but we were having a home birth so it's like surely that's not something you need and so here's Ian with his brand new son trying to figure out how to put a car seat in the car which isn't easy at the best of times let alone you've just seen your wife being driven away in an ambulance you have this tiny baby um, and you're just 
hanging out and not knowing what to do. Uh, so he ended up getting our neighbor, um, trying to figure out how to get this car seat in the car and, and get, it, get himself and Cohen over to the hospital. Um, so that's kind of our birth story. We had uh, we stayed overnight in the hospital. They were worried um, about how much blood I'd lost. It turned out not to be a big deal, but like I said, it was a blessing to be in there. The nurses were great. They helped me feed. It just was so nice to have that extra set of hands and from people who really knew what they were doing. Um, so that was cool. But the biggest lesson that I learned um, from thinking about my birth story and going through it was that sometimes you just can't control anything. And and I've really kind of learned that in the last couple of weeks with Colin as well, is that he's now his own person and I can't control anything that he does. You can't control birth. You really have to surrender to the process. And a lot of things in your life you can't control either. So being able to surrender and and let go of your expectations of what someone else should do, what your kids should do, how people should react, because they're things that are so out of your control that worrying about them and spending time fretting about it and trying to change people's minds or whatever it is you're doing is like banging your head against a brick wall. So paying attention to, to where you find yourself trying to control others or control a situ- situation that you have no control over and taking a step back and and recognizing what it is that you can control and controlling that to the best of your ability is the best thing that you can do. So I did want to just leave you with that, um, that one big lesson that I've continued to learn from the moment he was born or during his birth from being him being born and then now to his first birthday. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy ride and I'm so thankful to be on it and and I'm really focused on controlling what I can control, which is me and how I am responding and reacting to things. And it's a work in progress. I'm definitely not perfect by any means, but I would love to to challenge you to do that for yourself and where in your own life can you see where you need to, to take a step back and, and relinquish, relinquish the control that you're trying to impart on others. So um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, it means a great deal for you to, to me, for you to, to listen and I hope that you gain something each time that you do. If you do, um, feel free to share it um, with someone who you know that can benefit from um, something that I have to share. And you can follow me on Instagram at Mama Shift. There's lots of photos of me and Colin. We're usually out and about hiking and also with our puppy Norman and all kinds of different stuff around that we're up to. You can follow um, on Facebook at The Mama Shift and um, check out the website drliz.co. So thanks again. I really appreciate it and I hope you have a fantastic day. Cheers.